Hello. Welcome to the place to be. Reviews, that is. It is Wednesday, June 12th, 2019. And that little chime sound means that my co-host Monica is here. How you doing, Monica? Hi, buddy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And uh, tomorrow is basically your Friday. If I make it through tomorrow, yes, it's my Friday. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sound like uh, you were doing too well today. Um, you don't. You don't have to talk about a champ. You okay, thanks. To- <laughs> I don't want to relive it. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I don't think you do. Uh, from the sounds of what I remember, you uh, you just could uh, call a mulligan on today. If, uh, Except for it, I don't it, want to redo it. I just want to fast forward. So yeah, that's it. Just just call it Mulligan. <laughs> yeah. So and and go from there. How was your but day? Yeah, I, my day was actually uh, I played soccer today and uh, got some lightsabers out. Um, butchered butchered painting my uh, my gun, but that's another story. Uh, I got some uh, I got some professional advice on how to uh, kind of repair that. So. Oh, good. Um, yeah, uh, and guess what? We have uh, – well, you're only going to be here for about another half hour. So, uh, yeah. yep, that's, then that's uh, that's fine. I gave you uh, the majority of the night off. Um, Monica is, for those of you guys uh, listening, we are doing the uh, – emceeing the cosplay contest this weekend at Houghton Lake Con. So she will be coming back up to Michigan. So she still has some last-minute things to – prepare before her uh her journey so we are going to uh kind of give her the night off and i will be helming this solo this is actually the and this is funny because you're only going to be here for a half hour and this is the first night we've actually like done a show with just the two of us in what a couple weeks i know i'm kind of sad i'm leaving you but i know yeah, I'll see, you, I'll, Leave, I'll see you this weekend. I'm leaving you, you will. to come see you. <laughs> yes, that's fine. That's fine. I, I will accept that. Um, yeah, it's funny. You're, you're leaving me to my own devices tonight. So uh, this is probably going to end up being like a six-hour-long episode. Oh, um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ranting and raving to do uh, later in the show. And it's funny, too, because I still sent you a full script. And you're probably just sitting there going, "Oh my god! Like this motherfucker is not going to shut up later." Did you and really? You're, you're, I didn't even. I didn't get it. I emailed it to you. Oh no! <laughs> no, I didn't get it. Hold on, I'm going I, to check my email right now. Yeah, I sent it. I sent it to your Gmail, um, from the uh, the shows. Oh hey, look there. Email it. Okay, good. There it is. Okay. I mean, I and saw while, that. While I'm, I'm talking, prepared. There you go. There you go. Uh, so tonight we're going to just a uh, little brief preview here. We're going to uh, cover Hollywood's weird fascination, fascination with gender swapping. Uh, Mindy Kaling to join the MCU, possibly. This is now, um, and keep in mind, folks, that uh, when, when I use these articles and I cite these, a lot of this we do is in uh, is kind of almost satirical because they're garbage tier websites like the first one we're going to is our good friends at the av club uh i I know it broke your heart that it's not uh the mary sue and princess i just i just panicked a little i had to look at it i was like wait a minute (laughs) but uh yeah so and then uh we've got some dark phoenix and captain meh comparisons uh in a houghton lake con preview this weekend uh, but before we get into this first article, since this will be the only one you have to do this evening, Monica, why don't you tell the folks where they can find us on social media? Okay. Uh, Facebook is the place to be reviews at the place to be re one on Twitter. Uh, the place to be reviews on Instagram, the place to be reviews at mail.com. I feel like this is redundant, but okay. Uh, for email and what else what am i missing i don't have anything in front of me youtube YouTube. oh damn it i hate youtube jesus (laughs) i hate your youtube name i'm i'm refusing i'm gonna like change it i'm gonna secretly change it when i'm up there you won't be changing that shit once it's monetized (laughs) well maybe when i change it it will be monetized how about that damn it (laughs) hey we're a brand we're a brand now. 
Yeah, minus your backwards name. I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) It's how the people know me. They love me. No, no, that it's not how I know you. That's why it bothers me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hey, so speaking of which, um, Friday night, uh, the fan cast this week, um, I'm going to still be on the show. Uh, because they actually asked me to come on again. And uh, they've, like I said, they've kind of asked me to be a regular on there, which I'm flattered, honored, and uh, I'm trying to fit it in uh, everything into my schedule. I've kind of been lacking on uh, YouTube content right now. Again, I'm going to try to get get an episode up tonight. So I'm really not going to uh, drag this episode on too long tonight by myself. Um, I'm going to, uh, like I said... I want to kind of move it along and uh, get to doing a YouTube video tonight later because I have another interesting one, uh, short form video to get up for you guys, uh, giggity. But <laughs> yeah, so the the apparently, um, yeah, the fan cast is going to be a great episode, um, and I was told that if you uh, wanted to join, uh, you're welcome to or not. You don't have to. It's no big deal. But yeah, so we're doing uh, we're doing that Friday night too, uh, after the con, and uh, we'll have another guest with us at the con uh, on Friday at least. Uh, I bet you I didn't tell you this, Monica. I'm gonna have to spring this on you. Sure didn't. <laughs> Did I approve yeah, this uh, guest? <laughs> uh, well, it's my son, so he oh, should get good. a pass. Okay. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um. Yeah. God, I was sweating. Uh, I don't... That's twice already tonight. I'm about to like throw up okay <laughs> you made me nervous <laughs> but yeah so uh trey will be uh trey will be coming with us on uh on friday because uh, i don't have a sitter for him um because mom has to go back to the doctors so i will uh i will be bringing him with me um and i still haven't got the gopro uh set up yet that is uh, that's my project tomorrow um is and uh, I'm going to uh, get my pants hemmed, and uh, Mom's going to do that when she's hemming the uh, the cuffs of my pants uh, for my costume. I'm going to do a final run on the costume and uh, see if there's anything else I need. And I will be uh, playing with a GoPro while uh, while while she's uh, working on that for me. Well, good. Sounds like a don't, good plan. Uh, don't forget my uh, don't forget my other arsenal. I know. Shit. Okay. I'll write yeah, it down. See? <laughs> oh yeah you better write it down okay I'll be, I'll be nick fury walking around with a damn knife no we got we got i i'll take care of it it'll be I've fun got my, i've got my one i've got my one gun i just want the paint job to turn out right you know and, and that's the thing is like if uh if, if it doesn't i will like sand it down because my dad's got a sandblaster i'll sand it down uh for just for the next one and uh and redo it but yeah i know now to take it apart in half and uh, do it that way so or you just buy it painted their correct way the first time well you know i wanted to try to do something cool and uh, of course i uh, i have so many other things going on that uh it kind of got pushed to the back burner so (laughs) i understand there there, there's a yeah you know there's a lot going on Um, and it's funny when uh when people Oh, you, uh, you just, you do a little podcast. I kind of laughed. I'm like, um, I, I, yeah, I'm like, well, let's see. I'm like the little podcast that, that started out with just, just me, uh, ranting. And then it was like, I'll have somebody on, then I'll have somebody else on. Then I got a co-host and, uh, you know, and then it's the YouTube channel. And, you know, thankfully we, uh, we got to give a big shout out. Uh, we forget. Did you say Instagram? I forgot. We have Instagram now. I did say Instagram. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, big shout out to coach Loudy. Uh, he is, uh, our, I would call him our Instagram social media manager. Uh, he got, uh, he got promoted without getting a raise. So, you know, you, I was going to say, welcome to the club. (laughs) Monica got promoted too. You know, she just took on more responsibility and, uh, zero pay. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm in the negative is how many trips I've made now. So The, the good, the good news is, um, what I'm doing not this week, but the following week when I go to Detroit to the zoo, I will be um, switching my accounts finally because I was going to go do that yesterday. And the branch of the bank that I needed to go to uh, was in Grayling. And there's two branches and both of them closed uh, unbeknownst to me. 
good. Um, so it <laughs> this was is either, working out well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I have to go there to like actually like do this. So when I'm in Detroit, I'm going to do that because uh, I'm going down there next uh, next week for uh, three days. Uh, but then I have to hurry up and get back here because I have a graduation party to go to and uh, YouTube content to do and stuff like that. So it's um, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'll be actually taking some pictures for the uh, uh, for the Facebook page and the Instagram account because I will be at the Detroit Zoo uh, on Friday next week, and I will be at the aquarium up at the Great Lakes Crossing Mall on Thursday. So I'll be actually taking some pictures. I'll have the GoPro with me, um, and I'll be doing some stuff with that. Uh, no more cell phone cam videos. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I know, except I actually think we're going to live stream from my phone from the convention uh, this weekend a little bit uh, because we're not getting a table, so I'm not going to set my laptop up. Um, but if because uh, there's already like an official podcast of the uh, of the, the convention. So what I, I'm doing is because I didn't see any promotion out of them was why I've been kind of trying to help out and promote it so heavily. As you know, there wasn't a very broad reach with the uh, the promotion. No, like what the hell? Yeah. So we're trying to, you know, just trying to do our part. Because it is a, uh, you know, it's a, a local uh, couple that's doing this, that's organizing this, uh, good people. And the building that it is in, I know you haven't seen it yet. It is a gorgeous um, dining. For, they have a, a restaurant. Uh, they do serve alcohol there. Um, they have a basketball court, with a weight room. Oh, the I've, I've been waiting um, to kind of like do a, a date night to go check the restaurant out up there. Uh, have some dinner and drinks. It's called the Fox Den, I believe. Uh, see, and that's going to be uh, right there when uh, when we're monetized. I can like go out and eat and have a couple of drinks. I'll be like channel money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's it's on the channel, and I'm reviewing the meal, so it's like maybe I can like write it off on tax or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works. So we should probably get into an article here. Is I've got you for 20 more minutes. Um, I know. Set the so, timer. Countdown. Let's let's uh and, and so this is why I picked an early version of Dark Phoenix was so much like Captain Marvel that it even had the scrolls. <sighs> this is from a, a great uh, reputable website, news.avclub.com. Yeah, the AV Club <laughs> by Sam Barsanti, uh, who looks like he is about one hundred percent soy based. Uh, and, and I love how the article leads off with a picture of Talos, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character. And this is this is the thing that killed me is Ben Mendelsohn is an amazing villain. Yeah. An amazing villain. Uh, in Star Wars Rogue One, he was like the shining light in the cast of that movie um, as uh, director Krennic. And, you know, he did not really disappoint in this until later on you the twist comes and you find out the scrolls are just the poor refugees are looking for a home. Yeah. Uh, Plot twist. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, definitely like an M night Shyamalan twist from like the visit or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was like, uh, whatever. So not stupid. a sixth, not a sixth uh, sense twist. Okay. So the article mm -hmm. states Late last month, we heard that the entire ending of X-Men Dark's Phoenix was reshot because it was supposedly too similar to some other superhero movie, with the common theory being that a sequence of Phoenix Force-powered Jean Grey wrecking spaceships was scrapped because it felt too much like the scene in Captain Mehvel, where Cadaver <laughs> Danvers shredded the Kree armada with her own flashy energy blasts. Apparently, though, the similarities to Captain Mehbel actually went much further than that in an early version of the script with Ty Sheridan, who plays Cyclops, revealing that Jessica Chastain's mysterious villain was originally supposed to be a Skrull, as in the very same shape-shifting alien race that appeared in Captain Mehbel. Sheridan dropped that surprising bit of news on Cinema Blend's Real Blend podcast, saying... 
that he has a hard time remembering what the actual ending of the movie is because it went through so many iterations. In an un, in the finished film, Chastain's character is revealed to be the Vuk, the leader of an alien race called the Dabari, apparently Lilandra of the Shi'ar was busy. I have which is the kind of deflating twist that makes you wonder why Fox kept her identity a secret in the first place. However, if Sheridan is right and the filmmakers weren't even sure what to do with her for a while, it does make that a bit more understandable. Oh my God. Um, okay. So this is, this is the thing that gets me. So like Disney basically like sabotaged dark Phoenix, I guess. I, I don't know. It's kind of funny because so they had to redo this ending of this movie and dark Phoenix is like, that's, it's like uh, almost a, it's pretty much a bomb at the box office. It's just going to lose a hundred million dollars. Well, I saw that coming, but yeah, you know, and when, when this was even like announced as uh, it, you know, the, uh, the open, the first trailers, well, before the trailers, even they just announced it. Um, I, this film was met with so much trepidation and uh, apprehension after the debacle of X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, when when did you first see the like the first trailer for it? Was it... I saw it when I went to see Captain Marvel. Dark Phoenix? Yeah. yeah it was... It was right around that time that it got released because I didn't see, obviously, I didn't see Captain Marvel in the theater. I streamed it for free online opening night, which is amazing that I actually was able to do that. Um, well, actually, it wasn't opening night. It was Friday. So opening night was Thursday. Um, but, yeah, it was already online on the website I used. So, yeah, I, I watched it. But, yeah, I saw the, the, the trailer for Dark Phoenix right around that time. And it was just – I wasn't impressed at all. But, like I said, um, coming off the of X-Men Apocalypse, I, I really wasn't expecting anything more than a steaming pile of excrement. Apparently, that's what this is. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. Like, when I, when I saw the trailer, um, of course – but whatever uh i saw that trailer in theaters and i was like i just sat there and looked at my buddy who went to the movies with us and i was just like what like what the hell is that supposed to be and then in my head i was like maybe they're doing like a spinoff of like you know these these different characters it's gonna be like a spinoff of the x-men and then i was like no this is legit another x-men movie and Uh it Oh, it's bad. I I have not found anybody that has enjoyed it yet. No, um, and on that same note, uh, we, there's another one I, I want to get to, but I want to get through this article because I want to talk about another movie in theaters. Um, spoiler alert: it's Godzilla, um, <laughs> because that one's having some issues too. But we're gonna go on with this article here. Sheridan dropped that surprising bit of news on Cinema Blend's Real Blend Pod. Did I? Uh, did I already read this? Yeah, I read that paragraph. All right. As for the scroll twist, Sheridan says that particular version of the story would have ended at the UN with Cyclops and Professor X asking for help from the world's government against a mysterious alien race. Then Jean Grey would have shown up to telepathically beat the shit out of some guards. <laughs> it just—it literally says that to beat the shit out of some guards, all of whom would have been revealed to be scrolls, and then she would have single-handedly saved the day from the scrolls and blast off into space to live her life as the immortal phoenix. The scrolls are a fairly big deal in the Marvel universe, which is why it was such a shock when we heard they'd be in Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. But explaining <laughs> what the scrolls are and what the phoenix is probably would have been a lot for Dark Phoenix to take on, even without the similarities to another movie okay um first of all they say the scrolls are a big deal in the marvel universe they're not a big deal in the marvel universe they're a big deal in the marvel comics because the marvel universe completely cut the skulls out and made them look ridiculous yeah well yeah (laughs) i kind of want to know what how that ends now if that's not the ending of it what's that the uh the dark dark phoenix yeah yeah, I, I know. I, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'll wait till it comes out on uh, on demand or something, though. Or, yeah. You know, and you know, I'll, I'll watch it. But yeah, uh, let's see. 
of course, it's not like they could have done much more, much to make Dark Phoenix's opening, excuse me, of course, it's not like they could have done much to make Dark Phoenix's opening weekend any worse. So maybe leaning into the obvious Captain Marvel parallels would have been a better idea. All they need is a cat and no doubts, just a girl. And maybe the movie could have made more money than the secret life of pets too. Oh my God. The, the only reason, and this is, this guy's like dogging on this movie. Well, it's not Captain Marvel. So fuck it. Who cares if there's a woman in it? Right? Like this is the funny thing is he's like shitting on another movie with a female lead. They don't understand. And this this dude is at the same time propping up the biggest, like, least popular movie in the MCU. Um, And it actually dropped a point on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that. Did you? Okay, cool. I was was hoping you saw that because I was like, yes, it, it dropped. I'm like, and now if it drops, they're certified reviews. They're certified. I um I told you I had that conversation yesterday, so I went on there to like you know back my my mouth because I had nothing pleasant to say, and then I was like, I hope you don't think this is just like coming from me. So, you know, I'm very opinionated in that. So I screenshotted it, and I was like, it it went down. We're at fifty five percent. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it it was. It was absolutely fantastic to see that uh, to see that little that little drop there. I uh, I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. <laughs> well really deserved, could. Captain Marvel. Yeah, take that, Captain Man. <laughs> take that. So I, I I wanted to talk about this because we made it through that uh, that article, and I still have you for another ten minutes here. Is I I'm kind of going over here. I want to pull up this photo that I uploaded here onto our Facebook page, um, the place to be reviews on Facebook. And this was back on June 10th. So this was two days ago. I published this, uh, you know, it's when it was, it was the one, uh, with all the dumpster fire movies. I called it my dumpster fire board. And this kind of goes into, um, some of these that are, we'll be talking about later as uh, gender flip, uh, gender swap movies, uh, Ghostbusters, which is at 50%, um, but is still certified fresh by the Shill Access Critics, of course. Uh, Ocean's 8 is at 44% audience. Uh, the Hustle, 48% audience, but what's funnier is, is at a 15% uh, tomato meter by even the critics shit on the hustle that was uh with what's her name rebel wilson and Anne Hathaway. oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah yep and uh dark phoenix right now is still a 65 percent uh well this was like i said this was two days ago 65 percent audience score 22 percent uh critic score so and, and then of course i had uh, i had the last jedi uh, that's a 91% by critics, but 44% audience. So fuck the last Jedi. Um, <laughs> that, that steaming pile of dog shit that is, uh, should be non-canonical to the star Wars universe. But yeah, this is just shows that it's, it's, I, I wonder how much farther that, uh, this will drop actually on the, uh, on the good old tomato meter, which it's just uh, rotten tomatoes. And I don't really like put any stock in this outside of it's just kind of fun to use as something to make a joke about now i guess yeah Uh, i I would say but you know what i am going to do um i'm oh so wait wait i just got a pop-up okay message from rotten tomatoes verified fresh news we've enhanced our audience score we're always working to improve the authenticity of the recommendations on rotten tomatoes captain meh pay dividends for that we now have verified <laughs> ratings and reviews to make our audience score more useful you neckbeard incel fucks it doesn't say that i i didn't think so but uh okay. yeah i got that same message yesterday when i was on there and yeah. i was just as annoyed when you see verified it means we've confirmed a user bought a ticket to the movie and, and this is the the fucking flop is that it is not um it's just stupid. It doesn't, 
it wasn't review bombing that hurt that was there people are trying to do to captain marvel it was the do you want to see it feature and so they changed the do you want to see this movie feature because people didn't want to see captain meh i mean it, yeah. it's how long has Rotten Tomatoes been around? And now all of a sudden that we get Captain Marvel, it's there's a problem. Oh yeah. They they changed that. Like I said, that that it had been unchanged for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden they're they're trying to move the goalposts just for that. I mean, yeah. It's down to fifty five percent. It sat at fifty six for a long time. It did. I was I was even shocked by that, but yeah. Down she goes like the Titanic. Uh huh. Um, Slowly but surely. Yep, the band's playing. Did you see that video of the the mall that was flooding and there was a band in there, so they started playing the song from Titanic? Oh my god, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. It was amazing. I wonder how many people would recognize that song, though. Well, I guess Uh, I don't know. I would, but I'm weird. I know, I, I would. I'd be like, oh my god, nice. Okay, so I jumped over to Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And I want to talk about this before we go into this Kamala Khan article. And I'm going to keep you on for that one, because it's 8.54 right now. Uh, to those of you listening to us in the future, hi, it's 8.54 p.m. on Wednesday, June 12, 2019. It's 7.54 here, but whatever. Yeah, 7.54 your time. Okay, 8.54 <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. So there Godzilla, you go. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. critic score uh, with a total of 286 reviews. The audience score of 84% uh, with 19,000 verified ratings. I was going to say, so this is now one of the first like verified ratings movie, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. um, The critics given an average of 5.1 out of 10. Uh, the average rating from an audience member is uh, four out of five stars. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've heard, uh, I'm waiting, uh, actually Adam from Raiders of the Lost Flicks did a review, and uh, after I'm done recording this show tonight, I'm going to jump over and listen to, uh, listen to his review of it. Because I skipped this movie last weekend. I was going to say, you to- didn't end up going. No, um, I, I skipped it to uh, stay home and watch Ghostbusters on the uh, World Class Bullshitters live stream. So, yeah, I uh, I wanted to do that instead. Um, and, Can't say blame uh, you. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so let's talk. I want to look at this. Uh, here's the box office for Dark Phoenix for the opening weekend was 32 point or box office total right now, $32.9 million. What? Yeah, oh. I was looking at a box office total. It was like thirty-two point nine million. Okay. You know, as bad as Dark Phoenix is, okay, as bad as it is, it's still at sixty-four percent audience score. I really, I really kind of. I'm interested now. I want to know how it ends. Which I know. If, if they redid, <laughs> I'm not going to go they... pay to see it, but I want to know how it ends. No, but if they redid the uh, the ending that many times, I'm kind of curious now even. Yeah, like, you know? is it even worth, you know what I mean? Like, did they just say, fuck it, and they're like, whatever, this is what we get? Or is it like a legit, decent ending? Yeah, that's that's kind of, uh, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, how did they, I don't know. Like, that, that would be funny, though, if they just did, like, the exact same ending as Captain Cat Lady. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of that, my mom got Trey these Marvel Pez dispensers, right? One of yeah. them was Ant- Ant-Man and Black Panther, and the other one was Thanos and Captain Meh. They packaged those two together. Yeah, because now she's all of a sudden a big deal. Yeah, so we were joking around about I was going to throw her away and all this and all that. And then... uh he walked right over to the garbage can the other day and just threw her in it. Oh, oh my God. I love that kid. (laughs) You know, you can't get that out of there. Right, buddy. I know. I'm like, well, I was like, I at least could have shot it. I'm like, (laughs) no, no, don't, don't, don't make him, him second guess his decision. It's where she belongs. Yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. 
he was uh, he he just walked right over there, all uh, all confident, and just pitched it right in the garbage. That's where she belongs. Like, yep, he he just didn't uh, just no uh, no no fucks given, not one, <laughs> not a single fuck was given. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, he did not. Uh, he did not care. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't. I kind of want. I want to. I still want to see Godzilla. I do. I, I want to. Uh, I want to see Godzilla, uh, and I will watch Dark Phoenix. I've seen every other X Men movie at least. Uh, that makes me yawn thinking about the X Men movies now. Um, the, uh, I didn't the, hate that. I really. I mean, there was obviously ones that were better than others, but they weren't yeah. like no, horrible to me. No. The first ones were good. Like I like the very first ones. Um, Apocalypse was just such a hot mess, and it's like I don't understand how they could botch one of those movies. That I, I don't know. I'm like, how do you botch that 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 poorly? Yeah, you know. But well, I see it is almost uh, that time, and uh, if you want to cut, it's uh, you're uh, you're free to go. I can. Uh, I guess Yay, I can. Take it's like the school bell. <laughs> Oh wow! It's it's that it's that much work now. Okay. No, no, no! I'm just. <laughs> I know. Well, all right. Um, you need to uh, just uh, send me the uh, send me the picture for the uh, flyer, and uh, we are yes. uh, we'll be we'll be all set. And I will uh, I'll post this episode up as soon as I'm done recording it, and I'll tag you in it. Awesome. I'm, I'll well, all right, ladies, so. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, Monica is signing off. Uh, she will be back and probably, uh, I don't know if, uh, if she decides to come on the fan cast Friday night, but uh, you will see her and uh, hear her this weekend at Holt Lane Con uh, for some streams on the Place to Be Reviews Facebook page and our YouTube channel. So thank you very much, my dear, for the evening, and uh, I will be talking to you off air. Yes, sounds good. Say goodbye to the folks, Monica. Goodbye. I'll see you this weekend. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. So. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the place to be reviews. Pete right here with you. That's right. I'm still here. Still selling real fake doors? No, uh, I'm not selling fake doors. What I am going to do is go over to Empire Online and we're going to talk about the Mindy Kaling Miss Marvel project. As much as I am loath to do this, as I have no interest in seeing Mindy Kaling in the um, MCU or playing a superhero. But yeah, so Minnie Kaling has spoken to Marvel about the Miss Marvel project. When the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe arrives, we should be meeting a bunch of new heroes, including the likes of Shang-Chi and the Eternals. But one fan favorite comics character who hasn't been yet been tapped for an on-screen adaptation is Miss Marvel, specifically the Kamala Khan iteration. Like Peter Parker, she's a friendly neighborhood superhero protecting her local community in New Jersey with the help of her body-morphing powers and juggling her school commitments and heroic feats. She's also Marvel's first Muslim superhero. Speaking to MTV News writer, actor, comedian Mindy Kaling, currently starring in Late Night, which she also penned, revealed that she has been in contact with Marvel about Khan and would help in any way to get her on the screen, big or small. I think the people I've spoken to at Marvel about it are so excited about the character, and I think they're going to try to figure something out to do with it. She says, I told them I would help in any way because I truly love her. They really seemed interested, and I think they will probably do something. Kaling added that the arrival of Disney Plus could be an outlet for Khan, stating, now that there's like this streaming service with them it might be be something like that but i think they understand how much there is the excitement this is worded very 
very clunkily. Of course, there's nothing concrete now, but the fact that Miss Marvel is even being talked about is tantalizing news for the fans of the beloved character. Okay, Miss Marvel's not a fucking beloved character. Um, she's just not. Okay. Considering the $1 billion box office for Captain Marvel and Khan's mentorship by Cadaver Danvers in the comics, it's not a stretch to see this coming together in the MCU. Here's hoping Kalen can reach it, help it reach the big screen. Yeah, nobody nobody wants that. Um, nobody wants it. It's just, it's bad. Um, nobody wanted to see a Miss Marvel movie. I'm sorry. It's not enticing to anybody. It's not... Ugh. Ugh. I, I need to really look up the book sales for Miss Marvel to see how they are uh, kind of... Actually, how they actually sell. Uh it's it's kind of a it's fun to do this sometimes um you know to actually look and see how these books sell because i remember looking for um looking for one of them and you just you kind of get uh down this little rabbit hole of looking at all these different all these different books and, and you know it's funny because I actually I, I've spoke about this before I read the uh, a lot of the uh, Carol Danvers Miss Marvel books and it was just uh, they weren't bad the, the Carol Danvers when she like I said she was drawn like just absolutely gorgeous and yeah, the books were entertaining too. They weren't bad. Uh, they weren't bad at all. But I think that goes back to kind of like the uh, the West Coast Avengers and stuff. I, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of I'm going through this. It's funny. I I went back to I don't know why how it popped back to September of 2017 for these. But the Marvel Legacy uh, book, the cover of that is let's see. That's not the one I wanted. The, oh, there it is right there. There's a Marvel Legacy one. $4.22. The the cover of that, the picture of Danvers is... Ugh. She's got that uh, the almost the Carano's haircut. The I want to talk to your fucking manager haircut that uh, they give all these weird SJWs get. Yeah. And they dye it blue. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that, that it's just not a big uh, a big deal to even think about seeing Kamala Khan in the and people say, "Oh, you're shitting on her because she's a female and a Muslim character." No, just because she's a shitty character with stupid powers. Like, I'm sorry, that's a fucking stupid. Oh, my hands get big. Really? So you have uh, you have, you have circulatory issues in your hands, and now that's a superpower. You want to make fun of people with circulatory issues? Really funny. Fucking bigots. No, but uh, seriously, it's it's different doing this show by myself now. Um, I'm not used to it anymore. It's been a seems like it's been a uh, been a minute since I've done an episode alone here. So uh, I think what we'll do now is we'll take a break and we'll jump right into this gender swapping and some uh, weird uh, shipping shall we call it, uh, done by these weirdos in the, uh, uh, these I, big IPs like Star Wars and uh, Marvel. So we'll talk about that next on The Place to Be Reviews. Welcome back to The Place to Be Reviews. Pete right here with you. Right now we're going to talk some gender swapping in Hollywood, and I don't mean Bruce Jenner type. I mean going overboard, Hollywood's glut of gender swap remakes, and... I talk about this uh, quite a bit on this woke, soy-based entertainment. Everything has to be about the whammon, whammon remakes and these gender flips. So this article is on the national.ae, arts and culture. Some Hollywood watchers have argued 
that while female flipping may seem progressive in reality, it miliates against those who really fighting pay equality, harassment, and other forms of sexism. And it has a picture of the Ocean's 8 group here before that movie uh, went on to a abysmal 44% audience score. Even the critics were like at 69% on that one. Uh, yeah. From the polarizing Ghostbusters remake, which was utter shit, to the controversy over female versions of James Bond and Doctor Who, Hollywood's proclivity for gender-swapped retreads is among its most enduring and contentious. The trend, seen as empowering or annoying, depending on who you ask, is getting fresh attention with the Ocean's 8 due for release, overboard still in theaters, and what men want coming out in January. Okay, so right there. Uh, this is from June 5th, 2018. This is an older article, but we're still going to keep talking about it because it's it's very uh, it's very relevant, very relevant. Because they gender swapped uh, Captain Marvel's character too, because <laughs> she used to be a man. The new Overboard swapped Goldie Hawn from the 1987 comedy for Eugenio Derbez and Kurt Russell for Anna Faris, and has grossed a healthy 70 million worldwide, and an estimated. 12 million on an estimated 12 million dollar budget but it was disliked by the vast majority of critics according to online reviews collider online reviews rotten tomatoes which dismissed it as a remake that fails to clear the fairly low bar set by the original there's nothing new in hollywood the gender swapping has been popular since howard hawks cast Rosalind Russell for His Girl Friday in 1940 in a part played by a man in the Source movie, The Front Page in 1931, a slew of female-led remakes followed by The Incredible Shrinking Woman 1981 and The Next Karate Kid 1994, Two American Psycho 2, All-American Girl in 2002 with Mila Kunis, bet you forgot about that one, but were largely seen as pale imitations. Ghostbusters 2016 could well be studied in future film history classes for the bizarre backlash it received from the legion of quote-unquote ghost bros who swore lifelong loyalty to the 1984 original. And is there's an image of this official trailer from this shit show with uh, that Melissa McCarthy, uh, Kate McKinnon, who's worthless, uh, Kristen Wiig, who I, I think is legitimately funny, and the humorless moron Leslie Jones. Um... Ghost Bros didn't make this movie fail. The fact that it was a fucking garbage movie that nobody wanted made it fail. It's shit. It didn't need to happen. Nobody fucking wanted it. And it says right here, much of the criticism was grounded in straightforward misogyny with a certain kind of male moviegoer scandalized both by the presumption of a remake and the very idea of women trying to be funny. Nobody has any problem with women trying to be funny. It's when... You know, like, I will hearken back to what I said about the uh, Batwoman trailer where Ruby Rose says, I don't want a man taking credit for a woman's work as she proceeds to steal all Bruce Wayne's tech in his suit. So, no, get the fuck out of here with that. With two months to go until its release, its trailer had become the ninth most disliked video on YouTube in history, with over one million users downvoting it to oblivion, and it's still sinking. Various entertainment media estimated the eventual losses for Sony and its partners at somewhere in the 55 to $75 million region, despite the film garnering mainly positive reviews from suck-ass access media critics and shills. The fact that these movies keep coming out despite missteps is a sign of progress and a minor miracle, according to Kelly Conda of the We Minored in Film Entertainment blog. Ugh. This used to be a one-and-done ordeal. However, with Ghostbusters, Hollywood took a big swing on a female-led project and didn't overreact to its failure, he wrote. The premise of What Women Want, 2000, Mel Gibson is a marketing executive who is suddenly able to hear women's thoughts, lends itself more obviously to a gender flip remake than most. Some Hollywood watchers have argued that while female flipping may seem progressive, in reality it miliates against those who really are fighting pay inequality, harassment, and other forms of sexism. Even though I can get excited for a movie like Ocean's 8, and at the end of the day, 
it still seems to signify that women's movies still need some sort of male appeal to get made, says Hazel Sills of the female-focused pop culture website Jezebel. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to write that down because that sounds like an entertaining website. Probably as good as the Mary Sue. Um, Yeah. A female-focused pop culture website named Jezebel. We're writing this down right now. Check Jezebel.com. That's like the Mary Sue. All right, so we're going to check that out. Uh, A gender swap movie implies that women aren't important enough to get their own original stories and thus must piggyback on franchises held by men that have already proven to be successful. Uh, That basically sums it up in a nutshell right there. <laughs> and it, it just goes on to say it was an issue that came up when Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, and the rest of the Ocean's 8 cast hosted a news conference at New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art earlier this month. Let's keep in mind this is June of 2018. Um, Bullock admitted she initially didn't think it would work or get made, while Blanchett agreed that a few short years ago, such a project would have been out of the question. Gary Ross, Sea Biscuit, and The Hunger Games, directed by Steven Soderbergh who made the male version, starring George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and Matt Damon, serves as a producer. And I wonder how Soderbergh enjoyed seeing his work sodomized uh, in this Ocean's 8 remake, which uh, is a 44% uh, audience approval on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah. I was with a friend one night, and we were talking about this, and I realized there had never been this kind of ensemble. There had been a lot of male versions like this. There had never been a kick-ass ensemble of women coming together like this. And it was shit. It was shit, and it wasn't a good movie. Didn't need to be made. I mean, I can go on all night about these. Like I said, um, you know, The Hustle, 48%. uh, You know, Captain Marvel, 55%. Uh, Ocean's 8, 44, Ghostbusters, 50. Um, yeah. Um, and I can't, and some of my dumpster fireboard here is uh, not gender, well, I guess The Last Jedi could be a gender swapped movie because the, uh, I think the uh, the director's uh, currently transitioning. So, yeah, that's uh, Sir Moonface, Ryan Johnson of the House of Roundhead uh, because he's a complete idiot. I can't uh, I can't even begin to quantify the level of vehement dislike and hatred I have for that man. I just I don't understand why these Hollywood keeps making these gender swap movies. This this what men want or what yeah, what men want. Um it, it just makes me laugh. And they use, uh, what's her name, Cookie from Empire in this. Uh, I don't know her name, Tisha Campbell, I think. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I'll never watch it. I actually went to the theater to see the Mel Gibson one uh, with my, uh, at then time, like I said, this was, that came out, I think, the early 2000, maybe 99. Um, we're going to look up what men want. We'll look that up here. Let's see what men want. Oh, it's Taraji P. Henson. See, I, I don't know. I say Tisha Campbell. I, I don't fucking know. Um, hey, Wendy McClendon Covey's in it. She plays Olivia. The only reason I recognize her is she was in Goosebumps 2, and she also played uh, the concierge on an episode of The Office where Michael went to uh, Winnipeg, and uh, he ended up sleeping with her. To which she actually threw him out of uh, her hotel room. So, yeah. <laughs> Gender swapping, man. That is just a, a such a such a weird weird thing that they do like, you know, these these women and there's no issue with with strong independent women in female-led movies. Like I for one, even as a you know, a fairly, you know, conservative leaning uh, guy, I don't have any issue with that. Because to me, the way I look at it is, I don't care who's the leading 
the leading actor or actress as long as the movie's good. It's something that interests me, and it has a coherent story with well-developed characters and good writing. That is basically what I care about, unless I'm just looking for a stupid funny movie that's just going to make me laugh or, you know, a mindless horror movie. But, yeah, I'm not really into... um, <laughs> into all this weirdness, I don't know. It just doesn't just create something new. I mean, it doesn't doesn't make sense to me. So, I don't know. And, and like I said, these these movies are just bombing now. They're not even they're not even doing. You know, ugh, the audience is nobody's nobody's asking for this this stuff. So, Hollywood just keeps trying to force feed it to us, and, and it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't go over. And I, I kind of I don't want to talk about it, but I do. Um, shipping in these in these IPs, you know the Star Wars celebration last year, or the, this year, I'm sorry, this year in Chicago, there was an entire panel that was dedicated to shipping. And it just doesn't seem like something that's relevant. And, and these people are, uh, are they're they're shipping uh, Raylo, and it, it's we're gonna go um, over to. I'm going to go over to Twitter here while I'm talking. And I'm on I'm back on my uh personal account now, which is kind of cool. Um I had to remove a treat. Um and we're going to search Raylo on Twitter. And these these fucking people are just weird. They just, they they keep like harassing, um, freaking Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Ridley, and odds are she just got engaged and possibly is pregnant, but I I, I don't. I don't see this. These these people are sick. Like, they they harass Adam Driver's uh, wife, and uh, like here here here's an article from BuzzFeed. Ugh. Fifty things I'd like to do with Ben Solo, and then uh, it's just. These people are just weird, and then they're they're doing this to um. Oh God, uh, you know now it's it's Captain Marvel, and Maria, uh, is it Maria Rambo? The mom, you know I, I don't want to. I think Monica's the daughter. It's Maria's the mom. They're shipping uh, shipping her those two, which I don't even like saying that word. It just makes me feel like a weird fucking SJW. Uh, they're they're falsely putting these two together, and these little weirdos want the actors to um, get get together, you know. And ugh, it's just like these people are they're these weird little, and they're the ones that will call you an incel if you don't like the Last Jedi. But at the same time, they've probably never touched a female, or you know, they they live they live in a basement. And, uh, you know, it's just the, the, the Raylos of the world, you know, just, just leave people's families alone. God, nobody, you know, you people are just creepy little bastards and nobody freaking wants to know what your little, you know, you can keep your head cannon in your head and, uh, and just leave, leave the rest of us alone with it. Um, because we, we don't care. We don't want to hear it. Uh, we don't want to hear your weird little thoughts and, you know, them putting Adam Driver's wife's phone number out there. And, you know, and now it's 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 uh, it's Oscar Isaac and John Boyega. They're, they're all over uh, Finn and Finn and Poe. You know, that was another one. They're, they're wanting those two to be a, a gay couple, which, you know, if they were, I wouldn't care as long as it was done proper and not uh, just something that was thrown together to say, oh, my God, look here. We have two gay guys. We're shipping. I mean, really, get the fuck out of here. Just just if you're going to make people 
couple and pair up, then make it right, you know. But these people are just creepy little weirdos who have nothing but spare time. And, yeah, it's uh, it's just really, really weird and creepy. And with that being said, we're going to take a quick break before we come back with our final segment of the evening. As uh, this is going to be a short episode tonight, as I've got stuff to do and uh, things to prepare for. So, this is the place to be reviews, and we will be back after the break. Welcome back to the place to be reviews. And I was going to go on a little bit longer, but I want to talk about something that um, I heard in a couple of videos today. And I'm going to read the tweets from Data Racer 117. He always uncovers really cool stuff like this. I really wish I had time um, to do that kind of legwork on Twitter that he does uh, because he's got some excellent stuff. And this is William Shatner, and this kind of goes back to our last segment about uh, talking about these weirdos, SJWs, uh, shipping. And Twitter is a hive mind collective of SJWs who just yell into the echo chamber all day. And this is how so much of this SJW bullshit gets started is on Twitter because these little fucks like just collect on their like barnacles on the bottom of a boat. And that's what SJWs are. So William Shatner apparently has something to do with the show Supernatural, and there's people that are like trying to get uh, a couple of the guys in a like uh, in, a, in a gay relationship. You know, they're shipping them in a gay way on the show, and William Shatner said something against it. And this woman says her name is uh, I'm not even gonna say the names of these people, but all their little avatars and icons are just so fucking stupid, and they're all the same. It's like if you see these people on Twitter, you do not engage them. They are just weirdos, and there's no winning with them. Here it is. Hot take. I wish at real Nimoy was alive rather than Shatner. And uh, William Shatner retweeted that. And then this Mel, who it's Miss Has Diary. At William Shatner, do you realize that you are an old white man trying to insult young folks who have a brighter future ahead of them than you'll, you'll ever do? What a fucking idiot. And this uh, this Mel looks like a, uh, this is like a fucking guy. He's trying to hide his Adam's apple and dress and drag. So, yeah, um, insulting William Shatner. And what does it matter that he's an old white man? What the fuck difference does that make? Like, here's another one. Let's see, here's a, here's a, a bunch of them. The fact that you feel threatened because I use words white and old shows your lack of understanding of privilege and sense of humor. Live a little. Who knew one tweet calling out Shatner's privilege would lead to homophobia and sexism in less than 10 minutes? I understand you're a fan, but what the fuck is ageist? Reverse ageism, reverse racism doesn't exist. The fact that Shatner's fans believe in reverse racism proves that they're all fucking idiots. And here's another one. Dude hasn't been relevant in ages, but gold star for trying. LOL, the replies to this, known worldwide. I can bet your ass if I walk down the street now and ask random people if they know who Mr. Shatner is, their answer will be no. No, they'll all say, Captain Kirk, you fucking worthless twit piece of fucking garbage. Never heard of him until last year, so yikes, not much of an icon. Her name is Queen Ghidorah. Okay. I feel like they just search his name to defend his honor. Ugh. These these people are fucking idiots. Isn't he like 90? Should he be more worried about like other stuff? Ain't that dude supposed to be dead? Like he 90-ish? So having no life in such age? And then this one guy, who's obviously a little cuck, says, Such a vile old man. Yikes. Like what kind of little bitch-ass dude says, Yikes. Like that. Like, what a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, these people are, like, talking shit to William Shatner. A man who's accomplished more, been more places, seen more things, and touched more lives than any of these ass clowns ever will just by yelling into the, the Twitterverse. Um, I don't, uh, I don't understand why these people, are, they're just, they're just weird. Um, they're, they're absolutely just weird. Uh, and here's speaking of data racer, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise memorabilia being sold on eBay for sizable profits. That is so funny. 
and it's his perks of being a Disney shill. And it's uh, it, it's a bunch of um, these journalists, quote unquote journalists, selling their stuff back. Polygon. There's another horrible website. Uh, the main character of Galaxy's Edge immersive SJW experience is blue-haired Vi Morati. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, here here's the a woman of color should lead the next Star Wars live-action show. Ugh, and that's on the MarySue.com. We'll we'll be talking about that later, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a shortened much shorter episode than you are used to of the place to be reviews but i have a lot to do yet before the weekend uh monica will be here tomorrow night with me uh i don't know that we're going to record anything friday night we have the fan cast of course uh, i will be on there as that is slated to be another big episode we have the comic-con friday saturday and sunday in houghton lake at the northern center so yeah we'll be out emceeing the cosplay contest on Saturday and Sunday and be recording video and some podcasts this weekend. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it has been my pleasure being here with you right now in this moment and in the future when you hear these words and know that Thank you. I appreciate you listening. So you can find me on Twitter at the place to be reviews. The place to be at the place to be RE1. Also at N80 Pete is back and active again. Um, at N80 Pete at the place to be RE1 on Instagram at the place to be reviews. Email. You can email me. The place to be reviews at mail.com. Etepwakuians, the place to be reviews on YouTube. We are streaming on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. I uploaded one episode to Podbean. I'll be uploading episode number two to Podbean later tonight. And episode 36 will probably be an episode over the weekend. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And I love you guys. Good night. Welcome back to The Place to Be Reviews. And I was going to go on a little bit longer, but I want to talk about something that um, I heard in a couple of videos today, and I'm going to read the tweets from DataRacer117. Uh, he always uncovers really cool stuff like this. I really wish I had time um, to do that kind of legwork on Twitter that he does uh, because he's got some excellent stuff. And this is William Shatner, and this kind of goes back to our last segment about uh, talking about these weirdos, SJWs, uh, shipping. And Twitter is a hive mind collective of SJWs who just yell into the echo chamber all day. And this is how so much of this SJW bullshit gets started is on Twitter because these little fucks like just collect on there like barnacles on the bottom of a boat. And that's what SJWs are. So William Shatner apparently has something to do with the show Supernatural and there's people that are like trying to get uh, a couple of the guys in a like uh, in, a, in a gay relationship. You know, they're shipping them in a gay way on the show and William Shatner said something against it and this woman says her name is uh, I'm not even going to say the names of these people but all their little avatars and icons are just so fucking stupid and they're all the same. It's like if you see these people on Twitter, you do not engage them. They are just weirdos, and there's no winning with them. Here it is. Hot take. I wish at real Nimoy was alive rather than Shatner. And uh, William Shatner retweeted that. And then this Mel, who are in its Miss Has Diary, ugh, at William Shatner, do you realize that you are an old white man trying to insult young folks who have a brighter future ahead of them than you'll, you'll ever do? What a fucking idiot. And this uh, this Mel looks like a... Uh, this is like a fucking guy. He's trying to hide his Adam's apple and dress and drag. So, yeah. Um, insulting William Shatner. And what does it matter that he's an old white man? What the fuck difference does that make? Like... Here's another one. Let's see. Here's a here's a, a bunch of them. The fact that you feel threatened because I use words white and old shows your lack of understanding of privilege and sense of humor. Live a little. 
Who knew one tweet calling out Shatner's privilege would lead to homophobia and sexism in less than 10 minutes? I understand you're a fan, but what the fuck is ageist? Reverse ageism, reverse racism doesn't exist. The fact that Shatner's fans believe in reverse racism proves that they're all fucking idiots. And here's another one. Dude hasn't been relevant in ages, but gold star for trying. LOL, the replies to this, known worldwide. I can bet your ass if I walk down the street now and ask random people if they know who Mr. Shatner is, their answer will be no. No, they'll all say Captain Kirk, you fucking worthless twit piece of fucking garbage. Never heard of him until last year, so yikes, not much of an icon. Her name is Queen Ghidorah. Okay. I feel like they just searched his name to defend his honor. Ugh. These these people are fucking idiots. Isn't he like 90? Should he be more worried about like other stuff? Ain't that dude supposed to be dead? Like he 90-ish? So having no life in such age? And then this one guy, who's obviously a little cuck, says, Such a vile old man. Yikes. Like what kind of little bitch-ass dude says yikes? Like that. Like, what a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, these people are, like, talking shit to William Shatner. A man who's accomplished more, been more places, seen more things, and touched more lives than any of these ass clowns ever will just by yelling into the, the Twitterverse. Um, I don't, uh, I don't understand why these people, are, they're just, they're just weird. Um, they're, they're absolutely just weird. Uh, and here's speaking of data racer, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise and memorabilia being sold on eBay for sizable profits. That is so funny. And it's his perks of being a Disney shill. And it's, uh, it, it's a bunch of, um, these journalists, quote unquote journalists selling their stuff back Polygon. There's another horrible website. Uh, the main character of Galaxy's Edge Immersive SJW Experience is blue-haired Vi Morati. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, here, here's the... A woman of color should lead the next Star Wars live-action show. Ugh. And that's on the MarySue.com. We'll, we'll be talking about that later. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a shortened much shorter episode than you are used to of the place to be reviews but i have a lot to do yet before the weekend uh monica will be here tomorrow night with me uh i don't know that we're going to record anything friday night we have the fan cast of course uh, i will be on there as that is slated to be another big episode we have the comic-con friday saturday and sunday in houghton lake at the northern center so yeah we'll be out emceeing the cosplay contest on Saturday and Sunday and be recording video and some podcasts this weekend. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it has been my pleasure being here with you right now in this moment and in the future when you hear these words and know that Thank you. I appreciate you listening. So you can find me on Twitter at the place to be reviews. The place to be at the place to be RE1. Also at N80 Pete is back and active again. Um, at N80 Pete at the place to be RE1 on Instagram at the place to be reviews. Email. You can email me. The place to be reviews at mail.com. Etepwakuians, the place to be reviews on YouTube. We are streaming on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. I uploaded one episode to Podbean. I'll be uploading episode number two to Podbean later tonight. And episode 36 will probably be an episode over the weekend. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And I love you guys. Good night.